And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, yes, you are the legendary John Bon Jovi. And I thank you for that jovial uh, introduction today. Thank oh, you're, you very you're much. welcome. And, you're, uh, you're, welcome. You're quite everyone. welcome. <laughs> welcome, everyone, to another round of the David Bowers Awards. We have got a uh, we've got a really fun show lined up for you today with a couple of little changes. One of which is we are not going to have a first track right at the beginning of the show, because we've got an extra track down the road we're going to play for you in a little bit. We'll get to that in a little bit, but first, we want to say hello to our friends around the world. This includes you, and uh, also, of course, we want to say hello to Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio our flagship FM station in Rochester, New York, WRMZ FM 106.3. And uh, we thank you very much, Mary Perry, and a uh, salute to all of our friends there in Rochester, including our friends at the House of Guitars, where they always have us blaring away every weekend. If you're in that area and I happen to be walking down the street and you hear the David Bowers Awards, no, you're not having a... Uh, <laughs> you're not having a freaky psychedelic happening it's actually happening you are hearing the david bowers award so there don't get too uh, don't get too upset but we thank them and we salute all of them and um, well hey that's it it's the show where you and our guests pick the award winners there are no nominating panels or voting or anything just simple awards somebody does or says something really great or really stupid and you think they deserve an award, drop us a line, and uh, perhaps we'll use your award right here on the air. And uh, the address is david at thedavidpowers.com. Very simple, so that I can remember it. But uh, if you've got somebody in mind you think deserves an award for something they've done or said that's uh, music-related, send us an email, tell us about it, and uh, as I said, perhaps we will use it right here on the air. First, before we get, the, as a matter of fact, before I talk to John, I want to uh, I want to mention a thanks to the people who have written in while I'm talking about uh, emailing us. I want to thank uh, the people. We've had some great comments to the uh, Buck 22 Oak Ridge Boys Elvira rap. Really surprising and pleasing. And uh, there have been so many people that have been really excited about it. Uh, Anita wrote in, said, interesting and cool. And Kelly says, you guys have talent beyond the ages. The song is fantastic. It got my old bones moving and grooving with a smirk on my face. My heart's on fire for Elvira all over again. And Angelica dropped a note saying, I'm a big fan of the Oak Ridge Boys. But this version of the song is not my cup of tea, but the only thing I enjoyed about the video was seeing the Oak Ridge Boys participating in it. I apologize to Buck 22 fans. I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings, and I did not press the dislike button. 
Toby, thank you so much, Angelica, and all the people who have written in. Uh, we love hearing from you, love your comments, and uh, we get some interesting stuff. You know, we'll, we'll mention it right here on the air. Also, a salute to uh, Jeff Moulton's Oldies, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies, which is on Saturday evenings at 8 Eastern Time on Rochester Free Radio. John Bon Jovial. How are you doing this week? Oh, well, other than suffering from the uh, <laughs> the allergy blues, I guess I'm doing all right here in southwest Florida. You know, this is getting into our uh, beautiful time of the year with the uh, temperate temperatures, uh, highs generally in the upper 70s, low into the 50s at night. It's perfect. But the one drawback is that the pine trees around here start releasing all this crud into the air, and my sinuses <laughs> are just kind of... Uh, dying <laughs> it's just one of those things you know I, it, it happens to me every year and uh, my wife says well take this pill take that pill and none of the stuff works so i just have to suffer with it <laughs> oh I, I i you know i do sympathize with you uh, but then on the other hand hey nobody said you had to live there you know, hey, move. You don't like it there? Go somewhere else. Yeah, tell my wife that, please. <laughs> Just don't tell, don't tell anybody you're coming because you know they might, you know, put up a blockade or something there. Anyway, we've got a first guest that uh, we talked about our first guest a little while ago, a few weeks back. If you remember, that was the week that we did the uh, Rockstar 101 with the uh, video, the music video producer, and. Uh, she was this next guest was the feature of the uh, of the particular episode that we ran because he was in the process of producing her music video at the time. She goes by the name of Annette Royale, and uh, we're going to be talking with her in uh, just about oh I don't know I think just about four minutes right after we listen to this track of hers called Hurt Winds.
Uh, there you go. That's called Hurt Wings by our very next guest, Ms. Annette Royale. Hello there, Annette. Hi, how are you? Doing well and so happy to have you here with us today. I uh, as I'm you happy know to be here. Thank you very much. We're we're glad. Uh, as you know, we featured your music on a show. Um, I don't have the dates in front of me. It was a month or two ago. And uh, when we talked with the producer of your music videos, and uh, we discussed having you come on the show because we figured, hey, the people have been introduced to you. Let's have them <laughs> meet you in person. And we're, uh, we're really glad to do that. Now, first off, Tell us a little bit about your background for the people that aren't familiar with you. Okay. Um, I am a singer-songwriter. I have been doing it, my mom says, since I was probably four when she first discovered that I wanted to sing. And um, I'm one of seven children. Uh, my dad was a singer, but I'm the only one of the seven that inherited disability. Um, like I said, I'm also a songwriter. Um, professionally, I can say that I was probably discovered in 1988 as a teenager um, when I was introduced to Snoop Dogg, um, and he was getting ready to sign that deal with No Limit Records, and I actually took that trip with him and signed to No Limit Records as well. Fantastic. That's uh, that's quite an adventure from beginning to end there. and. Thank you for summing it up so well. That was uh, it was fantastic. You got I know the, we don't have all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate but that. But I'm we still were, doing we, it, yeah. Absolutely, and uh, I, I just realized that uh, I was talking about your your uh, music video producer, and I was mentioning him, but I didn't mention him by name, and uh, that's not a good thing to do because Eric is a great guy, Eric Jones, and. Uh, I've known Eric. Uh, we did uh, we did voice work together back uh, in years past when I lived in Southern California, and I was uh, oh. doing voice work for the cable TV stations out there. So I've known Eric a lot of years, and uh, he was great to work with. Though I presume uh, you probably have a good time working with him too. I do. He is a lot of fun. Um, uh, Eric is is as a um, as a perfectionist, and uh, he he yes, he directed this video. He also directed another video for me. That's how we actually well, we actually met before that. But he um, directed another video of mine, which is called Confused, and um, that one was released about two years ago, so or almost two years ago. So yeah, absolutely, it's fun working with Eric. I mean, he is a, he's a perfectionist, but he's really really great at what he does he is that and uh, tell us now from your standpoint we had you know, his view on what he looks for in producing a music video what he expects from the artist and how he puts it all together and this gives us the unique opportunity to look at it from your side now as far as how you react and how you put into a music video whatever your producer wants, in this case, Eric, and he comes to you and tells you, okay, what's your idea for this video and works with you on it? How do you take that and work with it? Well, essentially, um, what, he's a director, and what his, what his job is is to um, bring my vision to life. I mean, of course, we expect for the, 
director to um, to bring things to the table um, and bring their ideas. So it's a collaboration between the artist and the director because it starts with the artist. You know, we wrote the music. We know what we envision in terms of um, our expectations for the video and what we want to convey um, once it's seen along with the actual lyrics. So um, I would say... Um, you know, we have our ideas. You select the, the director that you want to work with. You jot your ideas down. Um, and, I mean, sometimes it's, you know, you can agree and sometimes you don't and you disagree. Um, ultimately, it is the artist's decision um, because it's their song. Um, but uh, so far, so good. Eric and I have been able to collaborate and um, come to an agreement on what we both see on the video and be able to put out something that we are both very proud of. It's not easy, I oh can, my gosh. I can understand that, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I can speak for Eric having worked with him, that he is indeed that, and he is he's good to work with in that respect because mm -hmm. he has his vision, you have your vision, you put them together, mm -hmm. and he will, I guess you could say, negotiate, because uh, yeah. I, I know from uh, the voice... Yeah, I've done, with the voice work I've done, I'll come up and say, well, you know, I, I'm really thinking you might want to try it this way, and he's willing to go ahead and try it, and then you sit back and discuss, well, you know, yes, it's that's great, or no, that's not what I want, and you move mm -hmm, on from there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it is a uh, great working relationship. John Bon Jovial, I know you want to jump in here. Yeah, well, uh, first of all, Annette, hi, and welcome to the show. We're so glad hi. that you are here. Uh, the question that I want to ask you is, uh, let's take, for example, a song like the one we just played, Hurt Wins. Uh, mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. you created the song, the, whether you did it by yourself or you had a collaboration, do you create this with a video in mind or is the video an afterthought? In other words, are you creating this strictly for a, uh, to, to paint a word picture and then the video comes in after that, or or is it the other way around? Um, actually, it can happen either way. I mean, you never really know, as, for me as an artist, um, everything that's going to come with it. I mean, there are some songs that I write, and immediately the video comes to me. Um, and then sometimes I have a vision, and then I write a song. Um and then there's some video, some songs that I've written, and I just can't come up with the video, or I have an idea at all until somebody gives me a thought, and then the video comes comes about. Um, also, in terms of writing for myself, just to elaborate a little bit on, I wrote that, that song. I wrote 99.9% .9 of all my songs. And um, that one in particular, I wrote and didn't like, <laughs> but everybody else loved it. <laughs> well, um, I got to tell you, when, it, so when it comes to... And so that ended up uh, being my single. Sure. When it, comes, <laughs> when it comes to Hurt Wins, I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking to myself that this song is so old school, and I love it. And that's why I like it, because mm -hmm. it's old school, and it's, it's like you're taking some of these younger kids that are coming up in the ranks now and saying, all right, you want to mm -hmm. make it in the music business, listen to this. This is how it's done. This yeah. is how you sing a yeah, song. This bar. is how you put your soul into it. And you do that. And, uh, yeah. and it's really nice. And, and, and it's refreshing. And it shows Everybody, off your, yeah. it well, shows off your is, marvelous voice, too. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you. My, this is this is the way that I grew up. I grew up, like I said, in a family when, you know, we were cleaning house and the music was on and my parents were listening to Aretha and, 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 and Patti LaBelle, my grandmother, and, um, you know, Tina Turner. And those voices, Gladys Knight, you, you know, of course they were um, senior to my years. But sure. um, those are the songs that resonated, and I still remember those voices you were able to hear, and you were able to distinguish the difference. You knew who it was when, when they came on. Right. You know, nowadays, mm-hmm. you actually have to look at the radio to see who it is that's singing, because everybody sounds alike, and they've actually, to me, taken the soul out of the music. And I wanted to bring the soul back to the music but still be right. something that is still relevant for today so you it's kind of like a hybrid <laughs> you can thank you can thank in large part autotune for creating that environment of, of, uh, of, of soul soulless yeah. music if you will yeah yeah <laughs> now before yeah. before we let you go i want to give you a moment sure. to tell the people how they can find you online how they can get your music and uh and we're going to talk about, uh, for, we'll have about a minute left to talk about this next song. Okay. Well, you guys can all find me at therealanyetroyale.com. So that's A-N-N-Y-E-T-T-R-O-Y-A-L-E. And that is my real name, therealanyetroyale.com. You'll be able to find all my social media handles and as well as my music and, and videos. Awesome. Now we're going to play another track of yours, and uh, I'm I'm guessing that this is probably a track that you wrote also. Tell us about Best Friend. Best Friend is my latest single, and today we actually released the video on YouTube. Yay! The video premiered today. Yes, thank you very much. I hope you guys enjoy it. And this is Best Friend. Yes, I wrote this. um, I actually wrote this song more than 20 years ago as a teenager. And I just released it. Um, it's crazy how sometimes you just have those songs that you end up putting out years later. And this song was actually written without a track. The track was built for the lyrics. Amazing. And 20 years in the waiting. It's yeah. aged well. Let's give a listen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and yet, Royale, thank you so much for joining us here today, thank sharing you your music me. and your time with us and telling us your story. We look forward to talking to you again in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, again, and yet, Royale, this is Best Friend. I love to fail. 
There you go. Best friends and yet royale right here on the David Bowers Awards. And don't forget, uh, drop us a line or drop your comments. Follow us along on, uh, well, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual assorted social media places. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your comments, especially the good ones. But uh, we'll listen to the complaints, too. I mean, that's what it's all about. It goes with the territory. We want to know what you like, what you don't like, so that we can give you more of what you do and less of what you don't. John Bon Jovi. Yeah, drop us a line, uh, drop us a comment. Just don't drop your pants. We don't really want to see that. <laughs> no, but you can drop your coin in the uh, in the tip jar right here. Yeah, there you and, go. Uh, we'll there be go. more than grateful for that. <laughs> Our next guest is standing by. I should say are standing by. And uh, we're going to get to them right now because this is going to be a very interesting and fun segment. Uh, a couple of young ladies who have been with us in the past are back for a return engagement. I'm sure you know the Smith sisters. And uh, we're also uh, going to be joined by their collaborator and uh, a good friend who is, uh, well, we're going to tell you all about and get you to meet him yourself. He goes by the name of Kicking Eagle, and uh, we're going to be talking with him, too, in about four minutes, right after we bring back a tune that the uh, that the girls did on the show, oh, my gosh, earlier this year, and uh, it got such great response that we wanted to open the segment with this today. Here are Smith Sisters Bluegrass with Elvis on the Jukebox. We walked in and sat down The place was empty, no one in town It was cold out, snow on the ground it was his birthday, gathered round Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around Stood at the counter, two girls were there Got a pizza, three large and beer Out of the jukebox, hound dog arose was the king there? All doors were closed. Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around. Never would have dreamt it, there's no doubt about it, it's true. The king of rock and roll was playing music on the jukebox the whole night through. The room was quiet when Anna came. A haunted jukebox, no one to blame. We looked around, but no one there Out of the silence from thin air Elvis on the jukebox, no one else around You see this happen 
Once or twice A haunted jukebox Only at night Elvis on the jukebox No one else around Elvis on the jukebox No one else around Elvis on the jukebox No one else around Oh, that'll work. I love the instrumentation on that. The, the uh, Well, I have to steal a... Uh, to steal a word from uh, one of our next guests, Kicking Eagle, the kicking guitar work, the fiddle work, and that walking bass. I just love the, the way it all comes together for the ladies. Let's, uh, let's bring them in here and talk to them right now. Kelly, Wendy, come on in and join us. Hi there. Hello. Hello, girls. How are you doing today? We're doing great. How are you? We're doing okay here. John's battling a little bit of the uh, seasonal allergy thing, but uh, I I think he's going to survive. I don't think uh, I don't think it, it's just to so worry much, too much about so much fun. I, you know, I, I I love the sniffles. <laughs> yeah, and the nice thing about the nice thing about it is he's in Florida. I'm in Arizona, so I don't have to worry about catching anything he's got if it is contagious. So you know, perfectly safe there. <laughs> You mean other than but, my uh, ever Thank you, girls, for coming back and joining us again this week. And uh, we've got kind of a, a special show in the respect that we have a special guest we're going to be introducing here momentarily. And uh, I haven't really mentioned this to our audience yet, but uh, we are going to uh, we're going to talk about and play a two-part song, which uh, you girls introduced on the show here. I don't know. It was a month or two ago, and uh, we're going to play that, and then we're going to play part two which isn't even released yet so we've got a, a lot of fun things to do first off though let's meet our guest girls if you would indu- introduce our guest and your collaborator to us okay so you want us to introduce him well i thought he's your friend you, you could introduce him to us and then he'll be our friend Okay, well, we just adore this man. Um, to be honest with you, the crazy thing is we've, we've never even spoken with him, but we've, we've been in communication, you know, on social media um, pretty much messages. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much every day. And um, he, he's an amazing uh, speaker. He speaks publicly. He's, he's a motivator. Um, he's motivated us. And he's also an amazing um, writer and songwriter, and and he has a great heart and a great sense of humor. Awesome sense of humor. Yes. And so we just adore him, and we, we do. We, we don't even. We've never even spoken. So this is like we're so excited. So, without further ado, is Kicking Eagle there? Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm right here, and after that introduction, I'll tell you what, the show's over. <laughs> You're right, that's a tough act to follow. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's hard, hard to live up to all that, David. <laughs> well, I don't know. From from what I've seen and heard, I, I think you're going to be able to pull it off. I, I'm reasonably confident about that, and I think that's uh, really a special occasion. Now, that was something I wasn't aware of, is the fact that uh, you folks have never spoken before. And, of course, before I spoke uh, briefly with the Kicking Eagle when his call came in earlier, you know, a uh, few minutes ago, uh, we had never spoken. So this is really a uh, this is really quite a greeting, uh, quite an occasion for all of us to actually be sitting here talking together for the very first time. And uh, 
I know I'm I'm jazzed about it. How about you, John Bob Jovial? Yeah, I think it's great that we finally have this gentleman on the show with us because uh, uh, do I call you kicking? Do I call you Mr. Eagle? <laughs> uh, it's, it, most most a few million people know me as Eagle. All right, I've been called many other things we can't mention on the air. Well, don't, don't feel we like the Lone yet. Ranger. We all have. <laughs> but uh, no, Eagle, we've heard so much about you, and we're just so happy to have you with us. And uh, you'll have to forgive my nasaliness. Uh, here in Florida, the uh, the native pine trees are blooming right now, and it just kills me every year. And, and sure enough, you know, history is repeating itself. So uh, I'm going to keep my yak to a minimum. <laughs> and that's believe me, that's that's pretty much a first. That doesn't happen really any more lo- any more often than when they keep my talking to a minimum. So uh, we'll take the ball and run with it there now. Eagle, I understand uh, you have a you have uh, several books out. I know you have one, The Legend Begins, which I'm told is entering its eleventh printing, and obviously has been read by a lot of people around the world. I'm also told uh, that you founded CountryBandstand.com and WorldRockabillyCoalition.com websites that you've been a personal manager and promoter for, uh, well, that and a few other titles, uh, to several stars, rising stars, as well as legends. You've promoted records over the years, and uh, we won't get into the number of years because that's only a number, and I don't know about you, but I don't care to think about my number, but I understand you were born at a very early age. You have had quite an active and productive career. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of boys, as they grow up, they want to be a cowboy or they, or they want to be an Indian <laughs> or uh, they want to be a police officer. They want to do, you know, all these different things, and they dream about it. Well, I just went ahead and did it. You know, I've, I've done, it, done it all, and I don't mean that bragging or complaining, but it's kind of like being a songwriter or, or writing books. You know, anyone that does that, must be willing to suffer the consequences, <laughs> you know. But That's true. Uh, I've I've enjoyed it all. When you know, when I was a little kid, I was always the little kid. I was about a head shorter than everybody else all through school. And uh, you know, while they were playing football and basketball and things, I was pretty much writing poems that later turned into uh, you know songs and books and so forth and so on. I read a lot of commentaries, and of course, I. Uh, on Facebook every day, there's plenty of quotes from me. Uh, I don't know if you've been able to get there yet, but uh, I've seen a few. Thing, yes, yes. The the thing about it, David, is that you know I write these things. They come to me. I always say God writes them. I write them down, and uh, that goes for the songs and the books too. But the uh, I've heard from so many people all over the world. I'm giving God the credit for this, but I'm just saying that um, I'm just kind of like the extension cord. But I hear from so many people that even one of my one-liners, uh, they, they say that they didn't do something that, you know, of course, they shouldn't have done, and that's why they're still here. And it's really hard to quit when you hear things like that, you know. Absolutely, and, uh, but that uh, I, I, does I've keep heard you that, going. Yeah, I've heard it from people all over the world, places I never even heard of. And uh, But I, I love what I do, and uh, I... You know, as a motivational speaker, I would talk nine days a week for free the rest of my life. 
if I had, you know, I, you have bills on the road at home and at the office, you know what I'm saying? So sure. I can't, yes, can't I do. quite do that, but I've been, I've been hollered at by public relation people for doing, you know, doing too much sometimes. And, and again, I don't mean that as a complaint, but it's just sometimes you just got to give away a book or you got to go talk free, you know? Absolutely. Uh, I know what you're saying what you there. I want to, you know? I, I want to move on here so that we get to everything. And I want, uh, well, you, you, you three collaborated on this. So I'm going to take a volunteer, whoever wants to jump in here and tell us a little bit about how this tune Christmas in July for April came to be. Who's going to volunteer? Well, I guess I better start it off. Yeah, uh, ready? Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt what she said. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh. It, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I actually wrote wrote this song some time back. It's been a you know, kind of like the lady said about the last song, been a long time in the holding, and I I wrote it. Uh, it was a tear jerking song when I wrote it. Uh, I actually cried cried to tears as I wrote it. And uh, are you are you still there, David? Ever yes, I am. Any, anyway, I, I wrote the song down as, as it came to me, and I actually wrote it for a particular person at that time, And uh, but it just didn't come about because we were in different parts of the country at the time, and, and different things happened, and uh, it just didn't happen. And I held on to that song all this time, just waiting for the right artist to show up, and then when I, after I met the Smith. Uh, sisters, they. Uh, I, I actually was promoting uh, for a radio station, and I was doing a lot of, uh, you know, promotion for different songs and so forth. And I liked their songs. And later on, as we got to knowing each other better and all, then I had these songs that I held on to, and they just loved them. So it just kind of that's that's the way we all got together. Was, you know, that the songs or something that they should have cut. It's just as if they right. had written them for them. Right. And, uh, you know, well, there's I, three other of my songs on that album that came out. The uh, It's actually an extended CD. CD. And I hope we, get a, hope we get a chance to talk about that, but now is a good time for us to go right to the song because it, you've, you've talked about it so well, and it is such a touching and emotional song. Let's listen to Christmas in July for April. Loved her more. 
yard one day April came and said to me Miss Kelly, could you help me please? I need a Christmas tree It struck me kind of funny But a tear came to her eye Something said go find a tree Though it was mid-July I took a drive and found a tree Not knowing the reason why For what little April had in mind With Christmas in July She looked so bright and cheerful He did send us a little, like oh, a demo, great. A, man, a man singing it, and it was just like, it made me cry, and, and I, I totally connected with it. I know Wendy did, too, totally. And um, so it was like, you know, at the time, though, he was sending us many songs, and every song was so good <laughs> that we're like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to record every single one of them, but I didn't want to be greedy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And I'm a songwriter, so, you know, I and I have songs, like many songs that I haven't even recorded, but when I heard his songs, I'm like, we have to record them. And, you know, I mean, they're so good and so touching, and this one, well, every song is just so great, but this one in particular just really 
really hit home with me. Um, yeah, this one I, does really. You know, it could help. And, you know, the lost children or, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought, or just lost anybody. And I exactly. and so fell in love with it and had to, had to we had to record mm-hmm. it. So. Especially if you've, you've been down that road where uh, you've known that you were going to lose someone and the, you did something unusual, something unexpected, or, or something of this nature uh, to, you know, to fill a, a, a space in that life. And I, I think that's a, it's a very emotional song, and I, I have to believe that there was, there was uh, some personal feeling involved there. You just don't write something like that without it. But uh, you mentioned his songs. And Eagle, uh, you mentioned to us the fact that you have uh, more than one song on the album. So, girls, if you would tell us about the album. Yes, we have. Um, it's called With Love. And um, it has three songs that he wrote and three songs that I wrote. And they, they just seem to really stick each other out. Yeah. Just, and complement each other. I, um, and that was another thing, too, about, about Eagle is that I felt like... You know, I mean, obviously, in my mind, his music's, like, way great um, and way greater than mine. But I felt like it really, like, was, like, we, were, we had similarities in our writing. And so I'm like, I think that this is really going to work out nicely. And, and, you know, Eagle actually named the album. And um, we've just kind of been along with him throughout this whole journey. And it's been pretty, pretty amazing. So, and for the so listeners. are. You think he's just the best. I was going to say, for the listeners, if you would please pass on the name of the album for them. Oh, yes. It's called With Love by Smith Sisters Bluegrass. All right. Now, I mentioned up front that uh, this is a part two of a two-part uh, situation. And what that means, folks, is the fact that uh, that song was not the end of the story apparently there is a second part and uh, the ladies and and uh, and kicking eagle have uh, graciously given us the opportunity to preview uh, part two now this i understand is coming out in january so it is not even available anywhere yet it will be available in january and uh, we're going to have a chance to listen to it here in uh, in a few moments but if uh, if you would let's Let's start with uh, with Eagle. If you would, please tell us about this second part to the story. Well, again, without giving a story away, uh, those of us who have experienced a uh, loss in life, uh, we always wonder about what's going to happen next. And uh, you've already heard the first part of the story, so you so you know that part. And but after that. You know, as time goes by, uh, you sometimes, in cleaning things up, look. You know, you you you've already missed missed the individual, and you kind of start trying to put things together and maybe put things away and so forth. And and in this case, as that as that took place, uh, there was something found that explains a lot of things that so many of us down here on this planet called earth don't understand about losing someone uh that is so very you know loved by us and loved us and it's just a uh, it it's 
some understanding comes forth in this second part of this song that most of us just have never experienced before, you know, like this. And it just kind of makes things a little more clear to us. And keep in mind that this was a song of a lifetime uh, in that, you know, the young lady was known for a lifetime, but she was only four years old. Uh, and now that she's gone, uh, as time goes by, uh, it was time for the parents to kind of go in and kind of put some things away. And that's where this song takes off from. And But it's something that just, you know, to, to sum it up, this song just kind of really will relieve a lot of people of a lot of pain. It, make them, it, will, it just will help so many people. And uh, I know it, and I, I knew it when I wrote the first part of it. I knew that it was going to help people, and that's, that's why it's out now. That's uh, a beautiful. It took a long time for me to let it get out because of the personal feelings. But sure. uh, you sometimes you've got to do it. And, uh, and I know that it is, I, I've heard from, again, people that it has already helped, and this second part is going to help a lot more. Well, we're looking forward to it, and we we want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to play it. And uh, Kelly or Wendy, I heard one of you come in there. You have something for us. Well, I was just going to say that it, it definitely provides hope. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I mean, it, and honestly, that's kind of what our shtick is. <laughs> we, we're really big on, you know, we, we want to provide hope to people and positivity, and that's another thing that, that Eagle is so great about. I mean, he's like such an example of, of hope. And um, and so that, this song is just like it, it just seals the deal. <laughs> well, we're looking like forward to playing. Second, David, I, yes, I don't sir. mean to interrupt, but I just like to because I meet so many people that are just so far down for one reason or another. They're, they're depressed. They're just, you know, at their last straw. And the, the only limits anyone has are those that they accept. And none of us have to accept any. Uh, we're never alone, no matter how alone we might feel. And we just got to keep our attitude up. And everybody does need to up their attitude. But this, this song will inspire those of you who are down, no matter what the reason you're down. And you have something to look forward to. So, so cheer up, get up, and you have no limits, period. So don't assist Thank you me. very much. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here with us today, Kicking Eagle. Thank you, Kelly and Wendy, Smith Sisters Bluegrass. And here it is, a tune that you will be able to get in uh, sometime around the 10th of January. It's called Love April. Tender age of four We had 
Christmas in July she won't have any more. We wondered why he called her. We didn't understand. But April talked with Jesus. She answered his command. She had so many friends. She shared her love with all. The closest thing to an angel I believe I ever saw. We knew she had a special gift straight from God above. If one word could describe her, that one word would be love. One night before she went to bed, she bowed her head and prayed. I didn't mean to listen, but I heard little April say, "Please take care of Daddy and don't let Mama cry. They know that I'll be leaving soon, but they just don't know why." And we had Christmas in July for. Not long after she had gone, in her room we found a note. I couldn't stop the tears as I read the words she'd wrote. I'll miss you, Mama and Daddy, and I love both of you. I've been talking with Jesus. He says he loves you too. Not to worry. He'll take good care of me, and you just can't understand. But someday you'll see. When you come to heaven, then you'll understand. Things aren't really like they seem through the eyes of man. And we had Christmas. Christmas in July for April, parts one and two. We want to thank Kicking Eagle and Smith Sisters Bluegrass, Kelly and Wendy, for being with us, for sharing the music and the very touching story. And uh, we've had, uh, well, I don't know, we've, we've had motivation, we've had inspiration, we've had beautiful music. Uh, that's a lot for one show. I think it's time to take us home, John Bon Jovi. Oh, beautiful show and absolutely beautiful 
music, beautiful message today. Yes, thank you, David. Hey, folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are eternally grateful that you have done such a thing, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio. You'll also find us on the Anchor FM app for iOS and Android, and also for Apple Podcasts. You'll find us on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and MixCloud, and now on the uh, TuneIn Radio app and iRadio USA. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and be sure to like the David Bowers on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep track of what is going on with all of these wonderful artists that we talk to. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York. That's Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. And, of course, 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the people that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial saying be sure to love one another and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>